This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on Juan Soto. We've got to talk some football here. By the way, we'll have Jonathan Casillas coming up in a little bit as well. We get 3RQ at 1140 as always on Wednesday. I... I'm very rarely stunned or shocked by certain things in sports, although a lot of things happen that you don't expect. But, like, to be shocked by something to where you almost don't believe it when you see it, the fact that Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito <laughs> in the same week would be Offensive Players of the Week has to be, like, the most improbable thing ever. And on that, BT, think about this for a second. Tommy DeVito, and we talked about this a lot yesterday, and I believe in him. I think he's better than Daniel Jones. I think he's better than Zach Wilson. I think he's the best quarterback outside of Aaron Rodgers in this town and should be taken seriously outside of the bullcrap Italian stuff that everybody's getting caught up in. But Tommy DeVito did something in four games started that took Zach Wilson to do three years. Think about that. Three years for Zach Wilson to be Offensive Player of the Year. Tommy DeVito does it after four games as a starter. Um, I refuse to take the cheese here. Not that you're trying to bait me into a Wilson-DeVito. Well, maybe you are. Mm. But I think we could actually have a conversation and, and laud both of them. That rather Because I think when the, when we get into this, it's like, wow, no, Zach is... I, I can already see where this is going. Zach is better. Zach has more talent. Zach is a better athlete. Zach has a better arm. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. But DeVito's... De- but DeVito's better. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I mean, listen, if I'm starting a team tomorrow, and I don't know anybody that's been, you know, leading the caboose here. Well, actually, the front, I mean. The, right. uh, the, right. the DeVito Express, what I mean to say. More Zach's so than, been leading the caboose. Well, well <laughs> more than me. I mean, yeah. I, I pulled up a tweet from October 9th where I'm like, let DeVito play. Let him eat. Let's go. Go to the kid. So, I've, you know, I followed his story uh, for a while because of where I live in relation to where he's from. And it's appealing, and I love it. And I'm deep into youth athletics, and it just resonates with yeah, me. See, you care about that a lot more than I do. I do. I do. I, I couldn't do. give a crap last I, night. I, I care. Listen, because you know why, Sal? Before I wanted to be on the air, I wanted to be Don Mattingly's replacement. Uh, I get it. And that's the fuel that got me to this microphone and the fuel that young boys and girls and eventually young men and women use. And I'm not just talking about baseball and basketball, the conventionals, whether it's field hockey, lacrosse, whatever it might be, you know, wrestling, fencing, which my nieces do, my two nieces. I just have so much respect for for dreaming the dream, like like having the having the vision to not first of all let, let me take not everybody okay forget about getting where they want to get that's one percent all right just do the numbers do a Google search how many high school students play Division one sports it's like two percent and then you you dig deeper how many uh, what what uh, the two percent how many actually get scholarship money? It's like 1.2% depending upon the sport. So these dreams are so far-fetched, unsadly, but statistically but, but, proven. But to have that dream, 
not even not everybody even has the creativity or the passion to conjure up this dream. And I know that DeVito did. And because he's one of us, I I, I just like it more. But, but I don't know what you, you want me to say. But, but when you I say love one, it. But you could say that about every professional yeah. athlete yeah. in any sport. Yes and no. Well, why is, how is he one of us? Yeah, well, because he's from here. So That's what? Why? Who gives a crap where he's from? Because he could have been the kid down the street. Like, I went to Xavier. My best friend Tommy growing up went to Zavarian. You know, Chris Bowen went to Zavarian. Right. A couple of guys I know that went to Zavarian and played but, D1 sports. None of them made the, the NFL. Uh, I mean, it's just an I just that, love the story. Uh, I get it. But to me, and I'm not saying that you're you know the only one who's saying this, but like to me, that's not... The story. The story shouldn't be, hey, look at this Italian kid from the area that lives at home with his parents and likes chicken college. The story is this kid's playing the best quarterback in New York. He's winning games with the New York Giants. Just beat the Packers on Monday Night Football. Player of the week, offensive player of the week in the NFC. Tommy DeVito can play the quarterback position. That's the story. An undrafted rookie free agent who gives a bleep where he's from or what his ethnicity is. An undrafted rookie free agent in New York is winning and having success with the Giants, something that we haven't seen almost anybody do for either of these teams in the last decade. See, the difference is I'm electing to do both. Where, you know, we got on the air yesterday, and sure, the the ethnicity and all the other stuff with his agent, Stephen, and... It's enough of that oh, stuff. All right, oh, I love God. it. You know, you don't. I get it. I truly do enjoy it. Because for me... Then, and, then let's just do that about everybody, though. Well, well, well I so, got you. I, well, I got you. No, but, 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 it is, but, but it is, we might if they were from here. But I do No, I do think it's an important conversation. Okay, go ahead. Because I don't take offense to this. Like, I really don't care. Okay? I'm, I'm Italian. Don't take offense to it. Don't really care. But how come it's such a big deal for an Italian kid, mm -hmm. but if we're any other ethnicity, do yep. you think everybody would be doing the same thing? No, the no. If it was an Asian player or an African-American, no, I don't. Whatever, whoever, I, don't I, yeah. I honestly don't. I think that we would just celebrate the young man or the young woman for their for their athletic so prowess. So why can't we do that? It's actually I'm going to tell him. you why, though, because he's the one who started it. He started it. Nah. He, no, there's no. Yeah, he, he went. Oh, with the thing, with the Somebody fingers, the two told fingers. Him about that, whatever. They, he did though. Yeah. If he didn't do that, honestly, Sal. If he didn't do this after that touchdown, which well, I mean, he, was But then he said somebody came to him and said he should do that. Okay, well then, then don't listen. And I, I don't way, know. If I you, mean, he's the one who did it. If you don't think that it's mocking or making fun in a lot of ways, it is. Like, there are a lot of... Now, again, I don't care. I don't take offense to it. I don't, I'm half. I don't take offense it, to it either. Taking, I, I don't. But if it, I, am I missing something? Like, is there a deeper meaning to no, this? Or to, to, no, but like... I honestly don't know. No. I know but, about the horns and some other stuff. Is that a big issue to Italians? Right, doesn't but, bother me. No, but if non-Italian people are... Oh, hey, and doing the hand gesture, like, yeah, then, then, just, then just make sure that we could do that for everybody else. That's all I'm asking. Okay, that, that and, and you know the I'm with is, you on yeah, that. Yeah, but you know the rule is we can't. Well, it's different rules. Okay, but, I'm that's, with you on but that. that's what I'm saying. That's BS. Okay, I'm with you on it. I will never now, run from that. I totally agree. Now, the bigger picture, I didn't know though, you were going quite yeah. there. I, th I, I agree. The bigger, I agree. The bigger picture, though, is that all that stuff, Tommy Cutlets, the hand gesture, his parents, the spreads his before agent, the game. Yeah, like that's taking away from. But it's not though because he doing. just won the offensive player of the week. I mean, he's getting, he's he's lauded by the NFL. He's appreciated on this station. Every yeah, okay. Is it too much with the with the ethnicity? I got that. We already right. hit that. But right. in terms of talking about Tommy DeVito, we got on the on the air yesterday, right? And some people like Peyton, who was a clown. Mocking his agent. Yeah, I mean, Peyton, keep drinking on the air. You're going to say something you really regret one day that you can't take back. 
You can't call somebody slimy because he looks like something mm-hmm. a mafiosa conjured up image in your head because you were born in the middle of nowhere and you have no you don't know what it's really about. Like that that actually bothered me. Right. Not the Italian flag emojis or the two or fingers or slimy. the or the cannolis or the brajol. <laughs> calling somebody slimy and getting yeah. away from him because you think he looks slippery because that's your interpretation of what an Italian mobster looks like. Payton's got to apologize. But anyway, uh, so and I'm not looking to cancel him, but that's weak. And it can't it can't right. it cannot be. It cannot be a one-way street. It cannot be. If you offend somebody, then you must apologize, and you must mean it. And if you don't, there must be repercussions. I know I got a little 20-second side there. Okay. So, but DeVito, to me, I come on the air yesterday, and I said, that throw to Bellinger, we talked about the football stuff, the football stuff, the the other stuff, it's a little ancillary. I know why it bothers some people. But his football prowess is not being obscured. It's being spoken about. People, when you hear about DeVito, yeah, you hear about, you know he's Italian, but you hear about how he's doing great he, as a player. The, the reason why I like him is because he's playing the position well and he's checking certain boxes along the way. And I agree, like, you know, Hector called before, and then there's, there's this thought that, like, people are going nuts about Tommy DeVito, saying Tommy DeVito's better than Daniel Jones, as I did yesterday and will continue to say, is not saying much. Daniel Jones hasn't accomplished much in five years. Last year was one thing that he did, getting this team into the postseason and winning a playoff game, and he did it with limitations in this year. Limitations that I'm not even seeing from Tommy DeVito in his fourth start of his career. So Brian Dable deserves a ton of credit for getting the most out of Daniel Jones and now for winning with an undrafted rookie free agent that mm-hmm. was a third stringer. However, I'm seeing things. Forget about where he's going to be in the future yep, or what yep. he could be. I'm watching him play, and he is doing things that the other guys either haven't done or can't do. That includes Zach. It's Daniel Jones. Whoever. DeVito is making big-time throws that just – haven't been made by some of these guys. Can he keep it up? Who the hell knows? But I believe in what I'm seeing in Tommy DeVito that he can be a legitimate NFL quarterback and he could be a franchise quarterback for the New York Giants. I agree. I think everything's changed at this point. Now, I would push back. There was one throw that Zach made where he finally, you know, stepped up and he sensed that the pocket was collapsed. And this is the play where he rolled to his left and he threw it flat footed 33 yards down the line, basically across his body with zero momentum to Garrett Wilson, who then, you know, made two or three yards yak and then he tripped, but it was a 30 something yard game. DeVito cannot make that throw. Like, he can't, that that throw, he, let's, let's not go nuts. Like, he cannot make that throw. Right, but then I could say the same thing no, no, about I got Zach can't make that decision or make that right, read. Yeah, uh, Understood. Right. And what I was going to say was it's or nuts. hasn't. He hasn't done it in three years. It's nuts, Sal, because you look at Zach's natural arm talent, and he's got a little wiggle, and then DeVito's got more arm talent that he's being cred- given credit mm-hmm. for. I'll give you that. And he's definitely more athletic than I think people thought. 70-something yards on the ground the other night, pretty sick. But if you confuse these two players you would have an MVP. Because if Zach Wilson had his attitude, like, I don't I don't care, and just that overall vibe that, that the entire locker room can relate to, Zach Wilson would absolutely be a superstar. And if DeVito had Zach Wilson's arm talent, which he does not, then DeVito would be a superstar. And maybe if Zach Wilson had DeVito's coaches, Zach God, would that's... be better for it. But I also think it is something between the years. I think it is something inside of DeVito that makes him special. Now, again, We're going to see. Who knows? He could turn out to be a total flop. We understand that. I believe what I am seeing is legitimate. I feel more belief and more confidence in the four games that I've watched DeVito start than I have in anything I've seen out of Daniel Jones in his five years. 
Now, I saw last year was good, but there was still limitations. Mm. Daniel Jones' success last year was primarily, if not 90%, running the He threw the 15 football. touchdowns, dude. There's a 17-game NFL season. He threw less than a touchdown a game. That, so that's I mean, what I'm talking I, about. I hear you. Like, it's... It's it's almost embarrassing in today's NFL. Like they're all so. How come Devito can do more in a shorter time frame, and I'm not supposed to take that seriously? And it's like, oh yeah, Jones is better. Well, exactly based on what? Well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know the direct answer to that. And there's no doubt that Jones was playing awful before he got hurt. He had two touchdowns, six picks. It just didn't look the part at all. Neither did the Giants. And Devito has pumped life into their season. They're alive. They've got tough games with Philly coming up. If you beat the Saints, you kick it down the road another week and you're still there. But I, I think that we're overlooking and and I know that you you were you were high on Daniel Jones. So I'm a little surprised you're saying this. Well, because I saw yeah, I was high on him going in this year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got you. I got you. But even think about and I was less high, so it's right, kinda right. odd that I'm 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 defending him here, or at least maybe contextualizing this a little bit differently. Like Daniel Jones's first year when he, and that was the Tampa game when he came off the bench, I, he looked like a star. He ran for a touchdown or two. He he was bowling. Talk he's, about building up people. If people are saying Daniel Jones is going to be in the Hall of Fame, he's well, going to be better than Eli Manning. All that stupid stuff. You know how we yeah. get in this. We push right. everything five yards ahead right. of it before we even take a half a step. It is what it is. But there were moments with Daniel Jones where I'm like, man, he's he's talented. So I don't want to just make this. I know that you're not necessarily, although on some level you are. I do think are. he's got talent. I know you do. I don't want to just make it, you know, DeVito versus Jones. I I, it's not that simple. Like, I need to see more from DeVito. So do you. So does everybody. But what I will say is that because DeVito has looked better than I thought and flat out, no, no, he's just straight up looked good, especially right. the other night. There's no, like, asterisk. He's looked good. He's looked viable. And he's looked viable enough where if I'm the Giants, I don't know that I need to draft the first-round quarterback. I don't know that I need to hand the job back to Daniel Jones, meaning maybe we fight it out in camp. Things are changing. Yeah, that's the point. This is not about furthering the conversation or looking ahead or making him bigger than what he is. What he is is better than anything that we've seen here, whether it's Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones. At least that's how I feel watching it, that there are certain things. It's not about the numbers, not even about the wins necessarily, because Daniel Jones did win last year and won a playoff game on the road, which is one of the reasons why I supported him going into this year. But there's something about the way DeVito is progressively getting better, mm -hmm. winning in the process, and doing Doing it different ways and continuing to expand on his success, like running the football. I didn't know not like that. He had that in him Me on Monday not, night. Not, not quite like that. So you're combining that now with the ability to make the right reads and make the right decisions, not turn the ball over, make some good throws. I mean, the dude's legit. I, I don't understand what else you need to see. Ed is calling from Elizabeth. What's up, Ed? What's up, guys? How you doing? How are you, Ed? Hey, Ed. Good. Hey, Sal. I disagree with you about all the Italian stuff that's going on at the Giant games. Okay? Let me bring up a point in, in, in Carlin. When Shohei Otani's playing, and he does something good, do you see the cameras up put put the uh, on, on the on the Oriental people at the game? When they're dancing I don't think that in, uh, Japanese would be the thing that you're, you're looking for. The Japanese, I'm sorry. Looking for. Yeah. All right. but, but that's my point, you know. They're having fun. I guess the media is finding where they're sitting in the stands and then when they're doing the, uh, the hand gesture or kissing like the Italians do, they, they pick it up. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, okay, well, you're entitled to your opinion, and thank you for the call, Ed. I'm Thanks, not Eddie. saying I take offense to it. I'm saying it's not the same. This is, for, this is not just showing an Italian flag in the stands. This is his parents – 
you're, you're, you're hearing music played under highlights, Italian music specifically, the, the cutlet thing, the accent, the agent dressing. Like Now, I'm not saying DeVito is not part of this or his agent. I understand all that. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is it's not the same as it is for other ethnicities. Whatever it may be, yep. it's not. Oh, I get you. I'm, I'm with you on that. And I get the sense, it, it may just be a hunch, that if it were... Oh, forget it. No, it's... It, it wouldn't be acceptable on any level. N- not not on any level. But not only is this acceptable, it's being furthered by everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I it can't be a double standard. That's no, what I'm saying. I, listen, I, I'm not debating you on that at all. I mean, the double standards in the world are a big reason why the world is where we are right now. Right. Let's call it for what it is. All right, double standards are bad, um, and they're inconsistent, and it, it just leads to issues. But I, I guess my thing is like when you think about, and again, I'm, my, my last name's Irish, but I'm my mom's right, all Italian. Right. All right, not My mom's all Italian. So when I think of <clears throat> like stereotypes, mm-hmm. Ita- like all right, you put on the white T-shirt, you put on the the gold chain with the Italian right. horn back in the day, right, you know, you know the way you speak, you know, um, but. But they're not offensive. Like to me, that that that's how people dressed in the eighties, and that's what they right. wore, and it's been perpetuated further. And you know, it's you know, it's a big deal, right? To me, right. to me, a- agreed. But if you did the same thing for any other, but it depends what it is. I guess is but, what I'm but saying. This, but but even if you're talking about the cuisine, like the Italian food and the college seems fun. But what have you? referred a different cuisine uh-huh. to a different ethnic group. How do you think that that would go over? I, I, you know, I would, I, I'd like I to guarantee th- you I, it would be a problem. I'd like to think that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. And I don't think I'm naive, man. And I know there's a lot wrong with I, this world. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to give the examples. No, on no, the don't air, even obviously. do that. I'm not, I, but, I agree with that. But well, like, well, but, I don't, I don't but know. think like, about it. I can't even do that because oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get no, fired. That, uh, but yet with Tommy Cutlets and the Gabagool and his his congeal, yeah. And then it's okay I think a lot of Mutsel the Sopranos. Yeah, no, I go the 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 Soprano stuff, right? The gangster stuff. That's all okay. I know the Sopranos actually bothered some of my relatives. Like, yeah, it never bothered me. No, I loved it. It was phenomenal. I was proud of that stuff. Great. Awesome, but I know that some Italians took offense to the Sopranos. So, listen, I, I, it's um, I don't know, man. If he was Italian from North Carolina, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, see, I don't even care where he's from. Like, I love Mike Piazza. I don't care that he's Italian. I, you know, I love Patrick Ewing or John Starks. I, yeah, like it doesn't matter to me where you come from. I agree with that. I think it's like the fact that he's a local kid does play. Well, that part, come story. on. I mean, they say with Chris Mullen playing at St. Yeah, John's I, for I, me, I, like I, those things matter I, to me. But, but for me, what matters more, I, like if Tommy DeVito was from Washington D.C. or from Southern California, you'd be saying he's playing well. That you'd be, you'd be excited about. Oh my God, an undrafted rookie free agent, like Heineke. Something like, like something like that, yeah, like I that kind of story. I think he's better than him. No, no, I'm just saying, but like, yeah, or, or Purdy, like or when Purdy, Purdy yeah. first started playing. Do you know where Purdy's from? We went over this yesterday. Uh, I don't know. Me neither. Why not? Why don't we know where Purdy's from or what, uh, you know, ethnicity he is? Yeah, listen, the whole ethnicity thing and all the, I, <laughs> it's a deeper conversation, which we're not getting into, but I know that you and I are are, are both the same. Like, we were growing up, and I, did, I just didn't process it this way. Maybe it's because I'm from Brooklyn and it's a melting pot. I've always appreciated mm-hmm. that. Maybe it's because I had to dr- jump on three trains when I was 14 years old to schlep through from Kings Highway to, to West 14th Street to go to high school. And, you know, you see everything and you're exposed to everything, which is good. My high school was fairly diverse somewhat mm-hmm. compared to others. But when we were growing up, I mean, you look at the posters we had on the walls, right? White, black, didn't matter. I, 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 who says... 
Oh, I did. Patrick Ewing's an amazing black right. player. He's right. ours. He's yeah, a right. Nick. He's our guy. Patrick it Ewing. doesn't matter. Right. But to some people, it does. So I respect it. I just don't process it that way. I love it. You know, throw up that Italian flag. Throw up the, uh, the emojis and let DeVito keep cooking. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Our official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Back on the fan, the Jonathan Casillas report is brought to you by Foxwoods Resort Casino, the wonder of it all by your local Kia dealers. Visit Kia.com to discover movement that inspires and by Surfside Vodka and Iced Tea, your sunshine in a can. Ask for it at your local liquor store. Jonathan, I asked you last week who you thought gave the Giants a better chance to win ahead of last week's game or Monday night's game. And I was in agreement with you, but you said Tyrod Taylor. Well, after watching Tommy DeVito, the now reigning NFC Offensive Player of the Week, has your answer changed on that question moving forward? Uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a week-to-week thing, especially with a guy so unproven like Tommy DeVito. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of his, for sure. But if you ask me, you know, before last this last performance, it was, a, you know, Tyrod Taylor. But then after this, it's like, okay, He's three and one. He's doing a good job in protecting the football. He for some he figured out how not to get sacked. No sacks last week. Uh, he was able to step up. He made big plays. That that last uh, two minute drive with only one thirty three left on the clock to make the plays down the field to make the to have the poise. He's so impressive and 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 it's so crazy because he's an undrafted kid. He's not a big guy. He, he's not that fast. He doesn't have a great arm, but he has. Man, he has that moxie, man, and, and you see it. And, man, was MetLife electric on Monday night, fellas. Man, yeah. it was because of Tommy DeVito, guys. Yo, there's no doubt. Jonathan, who's he remind you of? Any player comp? Anybody jump to mind? <sighs> man, not not really, but, uh, man, in terms of, like, how, how the guys just, like, rally around him and how he's just, like, in – He's not perfect, but I remember like a young Colin Kaepernick 
when Alex Smith was the guy, and they, they were doing really well yep. in San Fran with Alex Smith. And all of a sudden, Colin Kaepernick takes over, and he, he statistically he wasn't, like, completing more passes. He, he wasn't, like, passing yards. But the added ability to run the football, to create outside the pocket, the off-schedule throws, the flair, the pizzazz, it was electrifying to everyone that watched it. And, of course, I'm not going to compare him to what Colin Kaepernick did and, and the playoff runs that he made, but that kind of initial – Wow, like there's something special here. Mm -hmm. And that kind of that jubilation that you feel like at the stadium, like that's that's what I gotta compare it to. I, I don't think that the play style is similar, but like in terms of how I, the the like reception the is of this guy, yep. oh my god. Okay, that's an it's interesting like that, one. Bro. Yeah. So let me get talk to Jonathan can see it's BT and Sal here on the fan. Uh, Giants are still alive. We'll get to their playoff uh, possibilities in the Saints game in a sec, but obviously DeVito's the massive story. So Jonathan, besides experience, which is the easy answer, what does he not do well enough? Meaning, mm. there's something that you see as a former player where you're like, man, I love this story, but I don't know if he's going to be good enough at whatever it might be. Anything? Yeah, I think the 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 ability to sit in the pocket and go through your progressions patiently on a consistent basis because he's definitely showed that he can do it. But the really great ones, the ones that have the long tenure in the NFL, the ones that go to multiple Pro Bowls uh, and, and voted all pros, they have a great knack for sitting in the pocket and delivering passes when they need to. And he showed signs of that last week. He showed signs of that a few a few weeks ago against the commanders. And I would like to see him do it more consistently and, look, if he can figure that out to how to look like a quarterback when he's in the pocket, he's going to have a nice, long career. And that doesn't mean being a starter. I don't know, though, at this point. <laughs> I don't know at this point because everybody's like, oh, he's he's preparing himself to be a backup. I'm like, God, he's 3-1. Right. You know, the guy's playing some good football right now. Well, all the stuff that you just said, Jonathan, we're talking with Jonathan Casillas here, all the stuff that you just said that you want to see from him or what makes a quarterback good – like, have we seen that from Daniel Jones in five years consistently? Not consistently, but it was there last year. You, you saw Daniel Jones put the team on his back. Saquon was in and out of the lineup, and, and it was a little bit of a lull in the run game in terms of the running back position. But Daniel Jones stepped up, ran the ball as a quarterback, and designed runs. Uh, he tucked it. He was very decisive in, time, in terms of when they passed the ball. He would tuck it down and, and get first downs. He was a first down machine last year, and he would he would he would kill teams in terms of third down or, or goal line situ uh, excuse me red zone situations. The Giants were top five in the league in red zone last year. It's because of Daniel Jones, and I can never take that away from him. No one could ever take that away from him. And then the ability to get to the playoffs and win a playoff game. The Giants haven't done that in 10 years. So you got to give him his credit. I'm not going to take that away from him. But this year, he wasn't the same player this year as he was last year. And hopefully the Giants get that guy back from 2022 next year. But we don't know exactly when he's coming back. And that is the big problem. But I think the Giants are answering that question. What if Daniel Jones is not healthy for week one? 
I think they're answering that question right now with Tommy DeVito. They're trying to. You know, I haven't said yesterday. I mean, if this keeps up, it, it could change what they do in the first round of the draft. I mean, if, if Jones is healthy and DeVito just goes bonkers the next couple of games, it could change how they – I think it's already changed. Yeah. I think it's already changed. Okay. Because meaning, if, 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 go if Tommy DeVito doesn't go 3-1 and one over the last four games yep. and he stinks it up and they go 0-4, the Giants will be picking, what, second right mm. now? Yes, so it, but it already changed. Well, already yeah, well, true in terms of draft slot. I mean, in terms of what they would target. Do you think so? Are you also implying that you don't think the Giants should take a quarterback in the first round? Like they, I know there's still four games to go, so it's hard to really you know, pit it down. But are, would you take a quarterback in the top ten? I gotta, I gotta let it play out. I have to let it play out because this kid keeps surprising me. I agree. You know, I gotta be honest. Yeah, he's uh. He's a guy that I was in his corner from day one, given he's a Jersey guy. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, man, the kid can throw. Oh, he can play. And then I watched this game. I said, oh, he has the kahunas to go ahead and drive the team down. While you're down at home, the crowd was going crazy. And finally, uh, you know, the, the Packers have figured out what they were doing and scored a touchdown late in the game. And all of a sudden, the pressure's on you. And he drove the ball right down the field. Beautiful passes. Great poise and patience in the pocket with the checkdowns early in the drive and then a beautiful pass to Wondell. I mean, he's showing us all of – he's making everybody believers. And this is like, the I think, the early stages of what uh, uh, of Vince Sanity was. Uh, Lynn Sanity, sorry. Lynn Sanity was over with the Knicks. And it's it's early, but if he, if he goes and – bro, if he can beat the Eagles – well, like you know what I mean. I don't want to jump too far down the road, but like a little start bit. Start with the uh, Saints, yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl I'm, I'm with you, but the thing is, he has done this to me, and I'm not like this. I'm, I'm a, I'm a real, uh, realistic person, right? He's made me a little delusional, fellas. I'm sitting there thinking, like, hey, <laughs> yeah. we, we might be able to do something this year. <laughs> That's the impact. Well, that he's had on guys. Well, it's you know funny I mean? you it's funny you say it that way, Jonathan. We're talking with Jonathan Casillas. You can catch him on Giants pre and post game here on the on the fan during game days. You know, at some point you've got to believe in what you're seeing. And I just like everybody else was doubting him. And there's reasons for that. Well, he's undrafted, third string quarterback. He gets in the game. They don't even let him throw. However, we've seen him progress nicely here. He does it against a Bill Belichick defense. That to me was the first. Huh. Now, I know he didn't light it up, but he made some big plays in that game against Bill Belichick's defense, and they won. For an undrafted rookie to do that, that's something big. Then on Monday night, primetime Monday night against the Red Hot Packers team doing all he did. Like, at some point, it is what it is when you, what you're watching with DeVito, regardless of where he come, uh, came from or what his draft status was, he's having success. The other thing that I want to ask you is... How much of this is on Brian Dable showing that he can maximize a quarterback's ability and potential? I, I think you got to definitely give it to the coach because I don't think there's quarterback success in the NFL without a great head coach in that relationship. Quarterback, coach, offensive coordinator, you got to throw those guys in there. I think Mike Kafka called a great game last week. I think he was real creative. Uh, uh, the Packers did a good job in stopping the run early in the game, and they got real creative in the things that they did with the run game. The Wildcat came out. They started giving the, the ball to Wandale. They started getting the ball to uh, Saquon in different ways. And that is all, I think, a, a collaboration of quarterback play, 
head coach decision-making, and then the play calling that comes down from the offensive coordinator and, and the quarterback coaches. So it's a collective effort. You're not going to have a great quarterback without a good OC or a good head coach. I don't think that really happens. So I think Dayball showed last year that he can improve players. And this is the thing about uh, DeVito, guys. I couldn't have been sold on him. I was in his, I was in his pocket because he's a Jersey guy, yep. but I watched him in training camp. It was seven-on-seven. Seven. He was scrambling on seven-on-seven. Seven. I'm like, what is this kid doing? It's seven-on-seven. Seven. You have to throw the football. There's no rush. <laughs> you know, and I saw that, and I was like, okay, he needs some time to develop. And then what I just saw on Monday, that makes that, that, that progression from training mm. camp a few months ago to Monday night football is, is – is, 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 I can't even put it into words. Stark. Like, he's so Stark. impressive, guys. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. That's a, good, uh, that's a good assessment. Good stuff. He's finding open guys, making the right reads, tucking it and running with it. Look, nobody's saying he's perfect, but we're actually seeing it play out here at the NFL level, and he's winning games. And it's been fun to watch, Jonathan. We'll keep it going. Giants Sunday in New Orleans. Looking forward to that and your coverage, of course, as well on game day here uh, on The Fan. Thanks again for your time, Jonathan. We'll talk to you next week. All right, fellas, peace. Thanks, there buddy. You go. I mean, look, BT, the Giants, who would have thought that the Giants would become, like, an actual story here? And, no, nobody. I nobody. mean, they were dead in the water for weeks. Nobody. And of all people to bring them back up, Tommy DeVito. Now, it's not just on him. You know, Barkley being back healthy. Andrew the co- Thomas is the back. The coaching, Thomas back. Of course, mm-hmm. the yeah. defense has been good. We didn't even touch on that, but we've talked about the defense. Yeah. I mean, they're playing well as a team. But they've become a story again, and the games actually mean something, which is hard to fathom after their start and after two and eight. There was also God. the flare-up, I mean, or whatever yeah, with was Wink with, with Wink, and that got squashed. I mean, he got the game ball. Well, they had the six turnovers against the Commanders a couple the other night. Like, I don't know, if this was September, we'd be sitting here saying, nah, why can't the Giants win 12 games the way they look now? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. A good question. Three random questions. Let's find out. With Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata. On the fan. Uh, We'll get back to the calls here in just a second. Little three random questions for you. Number one. BT, would you wear makeup if you needed to, either in present day or like if you could go back to school to cover up an unwanted blemish? Would I wear makeup? Correct. No. Why? Now, you become, like, did you see Mirage last week walking around here like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Huge no. blemish on his nose. Big no. Yeah, like, you know, he did, but I was thinking <laughs> to myself, like, you could probably use some makeup. And you were familiar with TV work, using makeup. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right, and I like, used to hate sitting down on the makeup chair. Uh, Not because I, I minded getting makeup. I know, uh, obviously, I'm shiny, like, but yeah, well, whatever. I, I just get fidgety. I uh, just want to go do the show. Needy makeup for TV, sure. And then I was thinking, like, man, after I, I've been wearing makeup on SNY for, you know, 13 years, oh, whatever yeah, it's yeah. been. Sure? And now, like, I'll wear it if I need to. On what? Occasion. Yeah, like, if I have a, a pimple or a blemish that... Well, well, I'll cover it up a little bit. I mean, bit. I'm 50, so I don't really know how many more pimples are coming my well, way. Whatever, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think I went through that already. Yeah. Uh, I did it, listen, when I was younger, and I'd never really had bad acne at all, thank mm. God. But what was that called? Um, it, it, it was like a, a flesh color, hmm. and you'd put it on a zit, and it would kind of, especially if you have like a white head, we got to right, pop that. Right. And it would, it, it would cover up the zit, and it was supposed to blend in with your skin. Ah, I forget the name of the product. But, I mean, I used that a couple times when I was like Clear 13. Sounds right. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds oh, right. So you, but I was just thinking back, like, man, I wish I knew, like, women use it all the time. because yeah, they're women. Who cares? Well, equal rights. I'm all for equality, BT. If I, I mean, can, like, looking back to the stress I had as a teenager, thinking, oh, man, I got this huge pimple. I got to go to school. You're embarrassed for the day. I understand. I would cover it up, and I should have given some makeup to Mirage the other day. He could have used it last week. Well, here's what I'm doing. Did you see him walking I, around here like Rudolph? I did not notice that. No. Uh, did you see I, that, Hoff or Dove? I didn't notice Mirage it. had a huge red, like, and somebody called him on his on nose? Twitter. Yeah. He looked like Rudolph. I, yeah, yeah, it actually looked worse. I would prefer just to see the nose. I don't like, know what's going the on band-aid, around here the band-aid they had. <laughs> You know. The Band-Aid he had made it look worse. Yeah. I did use a Band-Aid a couple times. Okay. I, would, I would you? Well, I mean, like, you know, dude, when you're 14 and you're a little self-conscious, you're trying to impress That's whatever. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm not reaching for the rouge or the... Uh... Here, here's the thing. I use it, and I'm proud of it, there you and go. I don't Listen, care who knows you it. You gotta do what All you right. gotta do. Number two, favorite Christmas movie. Like, if you could only... Favorite Christmas... Two, two movies. Two oh. Christmas movies. Maybe okay. two. You could only watch two Christmas movies rest of your life. What are they? Only two. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids love Elf. Okay. So I'll throw that in the rotation. That's one. All right. I actually think he's a little overrated. I don't think he's as funny as I know. I know a lot of people are going to disagree shot with that. Shot at Will Ferrell. No, not a shot. I just don't think he's... Like, I, I was more of a Jim Carrey guy. In Jim's mm-hmm. prime, I thought Jim Carrey was funnier than Will Ferrell. Grinch. Dumb and dumber. Jim Carrey Love the Grinch. Love the Grinch. Okay. The Grinch. Uh, that that's, uh, might be one of them. But uh, the Polar Express. Huh. Have you watched that yet? Not really. She's too young. Hoff, have you seen the Polar Express? No, I wasn't interested at all. Okay. Interesting. Uh, well, they, yeah, the I've had it be. on, and like every time <laughs> I, I go to watch, would be. every time I go to watch it, kind of bores me a little bit. But anyway, okay. Well, I mean, every one. answer I'm, I give you is going to be for the kids. Okay. You know, like yeah, it's a wonderful life. We actually watch that that with them, even though they're young. Every year, you know, Christmas story, funny. All right, Why the for BB the kids? Gun, Did you not? Out. All right. So, what about you growing up? Like, was there any? Like my top, I like like the Snoopy cartoons. I'm talking about really young. I love that stuff. Christmas, Charlie Brown. Bring the cartoons. So you got two. Alpha's one. What's the second? Polar Polar Express. Express. Okay, there you go. For me, it's got to be Miracle on 34th Street, the original. 
That's a good. What year was that? If you had to guess, is that the yeah, 40s? I just saw it recently. Yeah, either late forties or fifties. I don't was... think that was fifties. I think that yeah, was before fifties. Right, maybe you're right, like forty-eight yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean that. That was pretty awesome too. Just it, to see New York and how black different and white. It was. It's got to be the black and white yep. version. Yep. Oh my god, that one's a, That's a good right, one. Last one for you. Best okay. Christmas gift you ever got. Oh, this is simple. Uh, and this this was uh, this was great. So I remember in fourth grade, whatever I was doing academically, you know, the usual stuff, English, you know, spelling amazing mm-hmm. and everything else. Because yeah, I didn't really right. care. Acing everything, yeah. No, no, actually lagging and everything except the things I really cared about. So anyway, my dad's like, I'll never forget this. He got his legal pad, right, sits me down at the kitchen table, and he draws up a contract. A co- literally writes up a contract. Right. If you do X, Y, and Z in school... And, you know, like science, admittedly, not great in. He didn't I'd have to get an A, just maybe like you know, a B or mm-hmm. a B plus in maybe history if I wasn't generally an A student in history. Whatever was attainable, but I'd have to work for, but somewhat realistic with work, all right? If I got that, then I would get a basketball hoop for Christmas. So he wrote, I'll never forget this, man. God bless him. This is just a cool thing that he did. Santa brought this or? Uh, yeah, it was in the fourth grade. Oh, okay. Santa, right, yeah. you know, we were yeah. maybe asking some questions right, at that okay. point. You know, we, we stopped asking when we saw the rim. So <laughs> I come, where it came from. I don't care, you know, it doesn't matter who brought it. Yeah, the yeah. devil could have brought it. I'm like, oh, we're going to play hoops, man. Nah, I'm just kidding. So I run down the stairs. And there's this massive white fiberglass backboard with a big red ribbon on it That's and awesome. a pair of Air Jordans next to it. Whoa. And Sal, when I tell you, we played in my backyard. My dad and his be- one of his good buddies, Mr. Wilson, uh, Marine Park guy, Breezy Point guy, former uh, mm-hmm. sergeant, I believe, NYPD, great dude, passed away, rest in peace. Him and my dad put that thing together that day, Christmas Day. It was like 19 degrees out, and we I had that from fourth grade until... 10th grade, and we played almost every single day, oh, dunking awesome. on it, music popping through the uh, the windows. It was that's that was what the it's best about, moment. right there. Yeah. All right, How about you? you? Best um, gift. Besides, of course, getting to work with me. That's, I, that's obvious. I'll give you one. Early Christmas gift for you. A quad. My what? father, in 1980, I want to say six, so I was probably seven years old. Maybe it was a little, maybe it was a couple of years after that, but I was young, but under the age of 10. Uh-huh. An actual quad, like a four-wheeler. Really? Had the bow on it. Yeah, we actually still have it to this day. And it's, now it's old and beat. This is from the 80s. He was all into the car, so he was, that was oh, an extension yeah, that was of what thing. he was. And we had a big backyard. Okay, so oh, wow. I had no backyard. The, yeah, drive the, he taught me how to drive a quad really? at a really young age. Yeah, and we had that thing forever. Did you... Were you into that in your 20s or did you just kind of stop after No, a while? I stopped probably, you know, 14, 15. I became kind of too big for it. And then I think we actually sold it, but we bought it back, uh-huh. the same exact one for my nephew to use. Oh. And it was fun to be able to have, you know, the ride around the Full same circle. thing. And all. Yeah, but that That's one, cool. that was a big gift, a special one. You're right, yeah, the, the motorhead that my father was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you was be, one you, thing that toughened me up a little bit. That You, you fall, you better get up. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, and you're going to fall on that thing. Yeah. And you, but, was the terrain even or was the backyard a no, little up and God, down, up no. and down? We unleveled. Then at one point, he had people dump like landfill in, and we had hills. It was really, it was, was like he a, trying to hurt you. No, no, <laughs> he's but like, a, to, but like, a like track. I toughen this guy up. We made a track of it. <laughs> That's it was, awesome. It was dude. fun. Very nice. All right, let's get back to your calls here. We're talking about Tommy DeVito. We're talking about Juan Soto. Joe is calling from DC. What's up, Joe? Hey, Joe. Hey, hey guys. So I'm calling because I want to zero in on what Tommy DeVito is demonstrating, and what he's demonstrating is what I call emotional maturity. Okay. And I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it, right, and give you three examples of emotional infants that have come through my Yankees recently. Josh Donaldson, Aaron Hicks, 
Joe Gallo. I don't know about Hicks. I, I, I'd show him a little more respect. I get it, but all right, okay. When when Aaron Hicks took the field, I always ask these kids, how do, how do I show up in your presence? When Aaron Hicks took the field for us in center field, his my my answer was, get out of my presence. Yeah, oh, but it wasn't like that right away. Is what I I'm like saying. Hicks, and thanks he for the was, call, Joe. He was pretty good I, I for a little thought, bit. Yeah, I'm not sure what the point of that was. I thought Hicks just was, emotional maturity from Devito, like yeah. he basically saying that uh, you know you can tell when somebody's got it together upstairs, and conversely, you can tell when they don't. And he thinks Devito's got it together upstairs. See, I don't disagree with that. I'm not going to go that far. Uh, he still lives at home with his parents. Like there is a level of maturity that you need. All kidding aside, like forget about on the field. Like you got to live on your own for a little bit and, and grow, right? <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. And I'm not you. saying I wouldn't go back. No, there's but something I'm not to be gonna, said for I'm not going to praise his you know, emotional maturity well, when he still lives at home with his parents. On the football field, he has done what has been asked of him yep. and then some. And that is what I'm going to judge him on. That that makes sense when you put it that way because you know a lot of people say, you know, well, what's the difference? I'm going to bring a different example. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between going away to college if you have the right. means to do it and the desire or staying home and and, st- and going but going locally and the thing that i say academically depending upon the school not much but when you have to do your own laundry otherwise you're throwing dirty stuff on right. uh when you have to go and eat otherwise you starve right when you have to study when nobody tells you to study otherwise you fail out you know it it, it kind of ex- it's just just you my opinion it, it just accelerates the maturation you learn how to kind of figure things out a little bit so yeah, maybe Tommy does have to start cleaning his own underwear at some point. BT and Sal. He's got you. Yeah, maybe you could buy Rogers' mansion. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Rogers no. going to be here another year or two. Tommy DeVito could move right in. Oh, Rogers yeah. go back west. Ways to go before. You can't move out of your parents' house yeah, into go. Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> mansion. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 